You are listening to Half Torah, the Shir series where we explore the connections between the Parsha Shavuah and its corresponding Haftarah. And here at the database with Rabbi Shua Eisenberg, it is Cholmo Sukkas, and this Shabbos at the moment of this recording will be Shemini Saras, which is why, of course, we're going to be focusing on the Haftarah for Shemini Saras, which appears to be the second to last Haftarah in this entire series. And interestingly enough, the Haftarah for Shemini Saras is a continuation of the Haftarah for the second day of Sukkot. Now, it's interesting because the Haftarah for the second day of Sukkot is only read by B'nai Chutz La'aretz. Um, whether in Eretz Yisrael or actually in Galus, only B'nai Chutz La'aretz read this Haftarah because the second day of Sukkot for B'nai Eretz Yisrael, of course, is a regular day of Cholomoed. It is not a regular day of Yom Tov where we would have a Haftarah. And what's also interesting is that we pointed out in the previous Haftarah Shir, the Haftarah for Shabbos Cholomoed Sukkot, which will not be read in the year Tavshin Peidalad this year at the moment of this recording. Um, that is because we do not have a Shabbos Cholomoed Sukkot, which is also why, in fact, Shabbos coincides with Shemini Atzeris this year. But we said that that Haftarah for Shabbos Cholomoed Sukkot was actually a continuation of sorts of the Haftarah for the first day of Sukkot. Right, the first day of Sukkot, we had a Haftarah taken from Zechariah, which dealt with Gogu Magog. And the Haftarah for Shabbos Cholomoed Sukkot deals with the more elaborate um, version of the Gogu Magog scene as it is recorded in Sefer Yechezkel. But now for the Haftarah for Shemini Saras, we are looking not to the Haftarah of the first day, Gogu Magog, but we are looking to the Haftarah read by the Bnei Chutzlaretz of the second day of Sukkot, which deals with Binyan Beis Amigdash, the building of the Beis Amigdash, the Beis Olam in the eternal house of Hashem in the times of Shlomo HaMelech. So in the previous Haftarah Shir on that theme, namely, again, the Haftarah for the second day of Sukkot, we saw a Haftarah from Malachim Aleph, Parak Ches, going from Sukkim Beis to Chof Aleph, so Malachim Aleph 8, 2 to 21. And the Haftarah for Shemini Atzeres actually, again, continues with Parak Ches, but starting from Pasuk Nun Dalid, and it goes into Parak Tes, Pasuk Aleph. So the Haftarah for Shemini Atzeres is Malachim Aleph 8, 54, going to 9, 1. So Ches Nundalad going to Tes Aleph as I dedicate this shir, Lili Nishmas, Imim Rasi, Chayrakal, Bastavitzvi, Harini, Kaparis, Meshkava, Her Neshama, Shedhav, and Aliyah. And again, as we are continuing the theme of, of Binyan Beis HaMikdash, Continuing from the first days of Sukkot, we segue into Shemini Atzeres, which is a natural conclusion of what we were reading on the first day of Sukkot, or rather the second day of Sukkot, excuse me. So it's a, it is a natural conclusion. What's interesting, again, is that this Haftar for Shemini Atzeres is read by B'nai Eretz Yisrael, even though the first part of the story um, is not read by B'nai Eretz Yisrael. But be that as it may, um, the connection between the Binyan Beis HaMikdash and Sukkot is something that we spoke about in the Haftarah for the second day of Sukkot. And the connection is pretty explicit. And we spoke about not only how explicit it is, but how internally connected the theme of Binyan Beis HaMikdash actually is to Sukkot as a whole, the intrinsic connections between the two. But just to review slightly, we said one for, for one thing, the actual, the actual Binyan of Beis HaMikdash um, took place um, in Tishrei. The celebration coincided with Sukkot, right? So, um, and there was an, there was in fact an eight-day celebration beginning from Sukkot, 
and that, that was just chronologically, historically, when the celebration took place. So the, that in and of itself connects the two scenes pretty perfectly, namely the scene of the, of the Haftarah for the second day of Sokos and the Haftarah for Shemini Atzeres. Again, both the same story, Shlomo HaMelech's binion of the Beis HaMikdash. But we also spoke about how the Beis HaMikdash really is represented by the Sukkah. We spoke about this in terms of how the Mishkan corresponds to the Sukkah. Right? The, the binion of the Mishkan also coincided to the day after Yom Kippur, which is the time when we start building our Sukkos. And of course, the Sukkah is referred to as a tabernacle, as is the Mishkan. And we spoke about Harachmanu Yakim Lanu as Sukkah's David Hanafalas, that in a certain sense, the Beis HaMikdash is also referred to as a Sukkah. And we spoke about why that is. And even in our other Shir series, An Awesome Opportunity, um, we spoke about the Hemshech of the Yom Narayim into these times right now, where we are trying to fulfill Shifti Beves Hashem Kol Chayai. In the very next Pasuk, it says, Ki Tzpineni Besukah. We want to sit in Hashem's house all of our lives, and Hashem shelters us in the Sukkah, which is a Mikdash Ma'at. So we spoke about all of that, and that, uh, that, that continues into this Haftarah. But a question that we have to address to understand um, of course, obviously, the difference between this Haftarah and the Haftarah for the second day of Sukkot, because even though they are the same story, um, they, uh, they're different parts of the story. So the question is, what does this add to the first part of the story when we um, read about um, Shlomo HaMelech's celebration of, of building the Beis HaMikdash? So what happens at the end, so in the culmination of that celebration? And how does that perhaps, co- um, how, how does that correspond um, to what we celebrate on Shemini Atzeres. What is, in fact, the message of Shemini Atzeres? What is the point of Shemini Atzeres? So part of answering that question is just to understand that there's another Atzeres. The other Atzeres is Shavuos. As Shavuos, by Chazal, is referred to as an Atzeres. And Atzeres literally just means a day of holding back. And the truth is, we find the word Atzeres used in Chumash also. The last day of any holiday is referred to as an Atzeres. The last day of Pesach is also called an Atzeres. Atzeres is when you hold back from doing Malacha, but you hold back for just a little bit longer. You just do, you know, it's, it's one more step of holding back. The, the cap on a holiday is referred to as an Atzeres. And in this way, Shavuos is really considered the Atzeres to Pesach, even though the last day of Pesach is also called an Atzeres. But the but, but Shavuos, in its own right, is a conclusion to Pesach. We spoke about this in the past as well, how, in a certain sense, the Ramban explains that the intervening period of Svirah Sa'omer in between Pesach and Shavuos is like a Cholomoed, so that Shavuos is really the Atzeres, the conclusion of Pesach. So in that sense, that's exactly what Shemini Atzeres is for Sukkot. It is the conclusion of Sukkot, but we know that it's a regal b'fnei atzmo, which means that there is a particular theme to Shemini Atzeres, even if that theme has to do with holding back, which we know from the Medrash that Rashi quotes regarding Shemini Atzeres, of Kasha Alai Predaschem, it says, Hashem, it is difficult for me, you're parting, when you are about to leave me, this is hard for me, so the mashal of a melech saying to his beloved, can you stay for just one day longer? The subject that he loves the most, he says, stay for me with, for, for one more day. So we'll see a little bit of that sneaking into um, the, the, the theme of this Haftarah as well, which begins, shlomo. It was when Shlomo finished davening this entire tefillah, this entire supplication. He's got up from in front of the Mizbeach of Hashem, Mikroa Alberkov from bowing on his knees, Bekapov Prusos Shemayim, and his hands, his palms spread out to Shemayim. 
And at this time, we get to what is apparently the main part of our Haftarah. Vayamot, he stands up. Vayvarech is kol kahal Yisrael, kol gadol He calls out and he blesses the entire congregation, the congregation of Yisrael in a loud voice. And he starts off with a familiar pasuk. Barach Hashem asher nasan menucha la'amo Yisrael. This, is, of course, is the pasuk that we say in Kol Makadesh. It corresponds to the completion of the Beis HaMikdash and... This, in fact, um, is what we celebrate on Shabbos. Shabbos represents the Mikdash that is complete, right? Um, we say, Samchem Vinyan Shalim, of course. We're asking Hashem to build the actual Beis HaMikdash. But on Shabbos, we don't have Binyan Beis HaMikdash because Shabbos itself is the completed Mikdash. So that we can say to Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Asher Nosam Menucha Le'amo Yisrael. Blessed is Hashem who has granted Menucha to his nation Yisrael. Menucha, right? The Makom Menuchasi, like we talk about in Kabbalah Shabbos. To see my place of rest. So for us, that is Shabbos. But in the grander scheme, the grander scheme of things, it is the Beis Hamikdash. So Baruch Hashem Asher Nosam Nuchalamo Yisrael Kechol Asher Diber, because everything that He spoke, Lo Nafal Davarach and Mikol Davaro Hatov, from all the good that Hashem promised, He did not neglect any of them. Asher Diber Biad Moshe Avdo, that which we spoke to Hashem, to Moshe, His servant. And then another familiar pasuk, which you might be familiar with from Ataharesa, which Bnei Eretz Yisrael will be saying on Shemini Atzeres, the Bnei Chutzarts will be saying it the very night after. Yi Hashem Elokeinu Imanu Kasher Hayah Im Avasenu Al Yazveinu Al Yechenu. So what does that mean? That may Hashem, our God, be with us as He was with our forefathers. May He not forsake us or cast us off. Why? In what respect? So continues the Navi, continues Shlomo HaMelech, Lahatos Levavenu Elov, to turn our hearts to him, Lalechus Becholderachov, to go in all of his ways, Vlishmor Mitzvos, Avichukov, Umishpatov, and to guard his mitzvos, his statutes, and his ordinances, Asher Tziva Eshavasenu, that which he commanded our forefathers. So, so far, beautiful bracha, beautiful stuff, no reference to anything sukkah related, sukkah related. Um, we haven't seen anything about Shemini Atzeres yet in here, but continues the Navi, and these words of mine, which I supplicated before Hashem, they should be close with Hashem day and night, to do the Mishpah, to do the justice of His servant, and the Mishpah of His people Yisrael, every single day. So it sounds like um, he's asking that Hashem should be there for us and do what we need. Right, this is very similar to Ataharesa. So these themes are all seemingly about Hashem being with us, that we should know that Hashem is with us. And it should be that your hearts should be complete with Hashem, your God. And then that's the end of the bracha. And they bring carbonos. So what is all this about? It seems that so far, all this haftarah is really about is the relationship between us and Hashem. Uh, that, that's, and, and if you think about it, that's really what Shemini Atzeres is, right? The, on Shemini Atzeres, there is no sukkah, there is no dalad minim, um, right, even though maybe you might start off with Sukkah on Shemini Atzeres because of the Sveik of the Yoma and so on and so forth, but intrinsically there is no there there, there are no gimmicks. There's no um, you know there's no physical fo- focal points. 
right? and I'm not, I'm not trying to minimize the mitzvahs and refer to them as just gimmicks, but I'm just making a point that there's nothing that we hold on Shemini Atzeres. There's nothing about the environment on Shemini Atzeres. Everything about Shemini Atzeres is just the relationship between us and Hashem. And that's what Shlomo HaMelech is just blessing us with right now, that we have that relationship, that Hashem continue to be with us. This is not to suggest that we're not going to get to something more explicitly Shemini Atzeres related um, in, the, in the rest of this Haftarah. But my point is that if it's just about us sitting with Hashem on Shmi Yatzeras, you, um, you know, the, the fact that we're sitting with Hashem for one more day, that in and of itself is what Shmi Yatzeras is about. That we are just um, having Simcha with Hashem. We still have Halo, we still have Simcha Siyomto, we still have that aspect. And that's, that's, that's all you really need. So we, we, we take that and then we continue the theme. So then they, they continue to bring carbonos. We know that, of course, on Shemini Atzeres, the, 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 the special thing that we do have that is, that is unique to Shemini Atzeres is the individual musaf of Shemini Atzeres. And um, the, we know that the, uh, the, the carbonos musaf of Sukkot all around they, um, they are the Pare HaChag, the bulls of the Chag, which are diminish in number. It starts off um, with, I believe, 14, and it diminishes all the way till we have just one carbon that we are giving to Hashem. The rest of the carbonos, they correspond to the nations of the world. And then we, and there were, were Mosif Vipoches. You know, we, we uh, continue and then we diminish until it's just us and Hashem because the other carbonos, they correspond to the 70 nations. But the, but the final one in Shemini Saris is when Hashem has already sent everyone else out of the palace and it's just us. And so we have carbonos being offered at this time, which the Navi tells us is the inauguration. Vayachnechu esbeis Hashem ha-melech v'chol b'nei Yisrael. They inaugurated the house of Hashem. The Navi tells us about all the things that Shalom HaMelech sanctified on that day. Um, um, skipping a little bit. But it talks about the Mizbach and Achoshas and so on and so forth. And then, here's the part that I think is most important for us. It says, Vayas Shalom HaBesahi and Shalom made at that time as a Chag, he made a Chag, a holiday. And the great entire great congregation with him, at the place called the Chamas, Seven days, so seven days and seven days. So when were these seven days and seven days? So the, the second seven days corresponded to Sukkot. That means the first seven days there was a Chag on on Yom Kippur itself. Right, the celebration began on the 8th of Tishrei, which means that Yom Kippur was part of it. And the Gemara already tells us that at that time, Chazal actually, uh, or the sages at the time, Chazal tells us that the sages of the time permitted the people to actually eat and drink on Yom Kippur because of the celebration of the Beis HaMikdash. Um, perhaps a controversial issue, which is beyond the scope of our shir right now, but just something to think about, that they were celebrating this inauguration on not just on Sukkot but before Sukkot, and then we have by Yom Hashmini, and this is the most intrinsic connection to Shmini Atzeres because it was on the Shmini on Shmini Atzeres. What happened on the Shmini? What happened at that time? So it was on Shmini Atzeres itself by Yom Hashmini. What did Shlomo Melch do? Shilach es Am. He sent off the people Vayivarchu es Hamelach, and they blessed the king which was commonplace, and they went back to their tents, 
they were rejoicing with goodness of, of heart. To all of the good, for all of the good that Hashem had done for David HaMelech by building the base of Megdish, which Hashem promises David HaMelech would happen, um, if, if not through him, but through his children, and for Yisrael's people. And finally, in the last passage of the Haftar, it was finally after Shlomo completed building the base of Migdash, the, the house of Hashem, the house of the king as well, all the desires of Shlomo HaMelech, that which he wanted to do, that, was, that is the conclusion. And so we have in these psukim that explicit reference to Shemi Yatzar, it's clearly that this is when this is taking place, but what exactly is the message, the Shemini Yatzar's message in this Haftar? And I believe that the answer to that question is really the question in and of itself of Shemini Yatzeris. And I think the question really is, what, for, first of all, what is the point of Shemini Yatzeris? And I think really the question that Shemini Yatzeris has us confront is the question of what was the point of Sukkot? Right, because as we said before, every you know every major chag, or at least not, or at least um, various major chagim conclude with an atzeres. Pesach concludes with an atzeres. Maybe there are two um, f- features of an atzeres for Pesach, whether it's the last day of Pesach or it's Shavuos. But there we have an atzeres at the end of the series, and then. For Sukkot, at the end of the series of Sukkot, we have this Atzeres as well. So the question is, what is the point of an Atzeres? And essentially, I believe the answer to that question is um, is to uh, really approach the prior days and ask, what was the point of those? Because on the Atzeres, we don't have necessarily any physical, physically new mitzvot in our hands. Even on the Atzeres of Pesach, so we, we have, maybe we still have the matzah, but when we get to Shavuos, we don't really have anything. We don't have the Shteilachim anymore. So this is really a question for Shavuos as well, that what was the point of all the days prior? And on Sukkot, when we don't even have the Sukkot, we don't even have the Dalaminim. So again, with nothing of a, of a physical representation of the Chag itself in our hands any longer, the question is, what were we doing up until this point? What was it all about? Once we strip everything away, we strip away the sukkah, we strip away the dalminim, what is the whole point of everything? And unless we answer that question, we cannot go home, we cannot go back into our houses and call it a day and call it a chag. We have to be able to reflect on Shemini Atzeris about what sukkahs was about. Because if at the end of sukkahs, at the end of being embraced by the sukkah, being surrounded by mitzvahs, Sukkah, Dalad Minim, coming out of the Yom Narayim, if we, do, if, if, if we have nothing once we're gone, then we're missing something. Because again, there's still a Halel, there's still a Simcha, there's still Yom Tov when you hit Shemini Yatzeris. And if you can't figure out what to do on Shemini Yatzeris, given all of those things, because you lack uh, the Dalad Minim and you lack a Sukkah, so the question is, if we were doing it right up until this point, because what if the sukkah and the dalaminim were really a means for helping us understand our relationship with Hashem, our the simcha that we're supposed to have with Him, the new cheshek, you know, for 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 a relationship with Hashem, and all of that implies, you know, throughout the rest of the year when we don't have a sukkah and dalaminim, on Shemini Atzeres we have to say, okay, now that we've done all of that, what do we have now? And if the answer is not a stronger relationship with Hashem, if the answer is not a newfound inspiration for our Avodas Hashem, our yearning as Shlomo HaMelech blesses us in the Sav Torah, that we want to guard the mitzvahs better, that we want to keep them better, that we want to walk side by side with Hashem, if, if that is not 
And we find in the Haftar, uh, not just in the Haftar, but it's not what we find ourselves feeling at the end of Shemini Atzeres, then we are missing. If we do not know what Sukkot was about, then of course we can't answer what Shemini Atzeres is about. We can't go home. We can't go back into our houses. But that is what Shemini Atzeres is really asking and demanding of us. That before we go home from our Sukkot, before we put down the Dalaminim, or maybe once we've put them down, but before we go back into our houses in the regular sense and had a regular life, what was all of this about? What were we trying to accomplish? Have we accomplished what we're trying to accomplish? Are we inspired just to be able to fulfill Shifti Bebeis Hashem that I really want to be able to sit in Hashem's house all the days of my life? Because if you have that at the end of Sukkot, at, at the beginning of Shemini Atzeres, if you have that on Shemini Atzeres, then says Shlomo HaMelech, now you can go. Shilach HaSa'am. So now you can return to your home. You could return to your tents with Simcha and Tov Lev. Before you go back, to your ordinary lives, whether in Eretz Israel or in Golis or anywhere else. Once you have experienced the feeling of Kashalai Predaschem, that you spent one more day there just to reflect and just to relate, just to bond, then now, now you can go back. You can go back once you feel that feeling of, I don't want to leave. And even if I just have Shemini Atzeres, and I don't have the Dalaminim, and I don't have the Sukkot, and I don't have anything else, but I just want to be with you. Once you have that, you're ready to go back. And as we mentioned in the um, in the other Shear series, an awesome opportunity, that then we can fulfill Shifti Beis Hashem Kol Yemei Chayai, in a certain sense, um, if I would say literal sense, but in a figurative sense, we are actually doing it, Kol Yemei Chayai, when we leave, when we take leave of Hashem, when we leave the Sukkah, when we leave the Beis Hashem, we take the Beis Hashem with us, ultimately, and then we take it into every single day, because it's a mindset, it's a way of life. But that is what I believe Shemini Atzeres ultimately is about. It is about our utility for going back into the house. And ironically, that utility is nothing physical. There's nothing to hold when you go back, but it's all the lessons that you must take with you before you go home. And once you have that, once you have that feeling, then once again, Shlomo Melech says, now you can go home, you can go back into your house with everything intangible that you're taking with you, which is going to ultimately impact your life from here on in, at least for the coming year, until the next time that that inspiration is needed. But that takes us through the Haftarah for Shemini Atzeres. And in the next Haftarah Shir, which I believe will be the last Haftarah Shir of the series, we go to a Haftarah that is read by the B'nai Chutzlaretz, the B'nai Golis, the special Haftarah for Simchas Torah. Again, Simchas Torah and Shemini Atzeres and Eretz Yisrael is one in the same day. But in Chutzlaretz, they are two different days with two different Haftarahs. And we will see... Be'ez Rosh Hashem, a very fascinating Haftarah for the final one of the series that, co- that corresponds um, to the final Parsha of the Torah, Vezos HaBrecha. And uh, we will, in fact, even question how it is the Haftarah corresponds both to Simchas Torah and Vezos HaBrecha. But all of that in the next and presumably final Haftarah Shir. But until next time... If you enjoy a shirim like this and others in the podcast, you want to partner up with us with a sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the Database Podcast WhatsApp group where you can find links to every uploaded shir and links to shirim that I repost due to their relevance, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data then base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Have a good moed, a moed and simcha, chag sameach, a good yom tov, a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you for joining us here at the Database.